0: God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice and First Light is a Brief Bible Challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. Are you ever afraid? Well, I think the answer is of course yes for pretty much all of us. Uh, so when are you afraid? Well. Y- I don't need to tell you when you're afraid. That's pretty obvious, isn't it? In Deuteronomy chapter 20, you have a when chapter, when you are afraid and when you should not be afraid. God is speaking, of course, to his people, Israel, as they're encountering the land of Canaan. And the Bible says in verse one, when thou goest out to battle against thine enemies. Okay, that is a problem. And all of us face problems every day. You might call them enemies. You may have people that treat you as an enemy. You may may have things that are problems, but um, all of us have problems. Uh, Then you have problems that are also fears. So for instance, if a shark is swimming through the water and it has a little sucker fish attached to him, that's a problem, but it's not a fear. If the little sucker fish is swimming alone by himself and encounters a, a big shark, that's not just a problem. That may well be a fear. Now I'm not I don't know about fish, so maybe I've got that not quite right. But you get the point. There's a difference between merely having a problem, which we all have, and the kind of problem that results in a fear. So when thou goest out to battle against thine enemies, that's a problem. And seeest horses and chariots and a people more than thou. Okay, that is a fear. It's not just a problem. It's a problem that's greater than you. And you'd expect him to say, run away screaming. But that's not what he says. He says, be not afraid of them. Why? For the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. So all of us know that we have irritations. All of us know that we have fears. Um, and so I don't need to tell you when you're afraid. I think what we need this morning is when we should be unafraid. So let me tell you when to be unafraid. First of all, be unafraid When God has led you, the Bible says, Be thou not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. So God led these people. They weren't grabbing Canaan. Canaan wasn't surrendering Canaan. God had led them to Canaan. You think about Moses, the the leader of these people humanly for, for many a year. Moses didn't want to touch these people with a 10 foot pole. A lot of these people didn't even want to go up to Canaan. But what they were doing, they were doing in submission to God, in following God. What Moses did in leading, he was doing in following, following God. Joshua, when you first are introduced to him in the book of Joshua, the Bible refers to him as Moses' minister. He was the servant of Moses. Uh, Here in this chapter, the the Bible uh, speaks of the priests and then the officers who address the people when going into battle. And they were doing so at the behest of ultimately God. So God has led you. The question this morning is not, are your problems greater than you, and do they cause fear, naturally? The question is, are you where you are because you're following God's leading? If you're by yourself, you're an orphan. If you're following God, that's a different story. So be unafraid when God has led you. Secondly, be unafraid when God is with you. The Bible says, be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee. Verse 4 says, for the Lord your God is he that goeth uh, with you. So uh, an evangelist named Bob Jones used to say back of God's commands. He puts omnipotence, meaning God is all powerful. And when I obey him, I have all power I need. You know, if I am resisting following God, God's all powerful. But I'm not when I follow God, God is all powerful. And he puts that on my behalf. Again, evangelist Bob Jones said you and God make a majority. So I don't need to go and count the numbers and count the dollars and do, do a figuring in my head and decide whether I'm gonna follow God or not. Now, it it does make sense that I should prepare well. Uh, Israel sent spies into the land, which didn't end entirely well, but to, to scout out what should be done, that's not wrong. If a man's going to build a tower, he should decide whether he has what he needs to make that happen, Jesus said, and that's all true. But if God has led, then God is with. He's with you. Uh, God goes with you. And then finally, you need be unafraid when God is for you. Verse 4 again says, For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. So he is for you. Um, You know, it's interesting that this command to be unafraid was prefaced by a reminder that God had led them and brought them out of Egypt. And then it continues by talking about what God will do. I, I said, when are you afraid? And I said, this is a win chapter. You find when twice, when thou go, goest out to battle against enemies greater than you. And then verse 13 says, and when the Lord thy God hath delivered into thine hand. So what were they to anticipate when following God? God's presence and God's power. God is for you. And because that is true, God will see it through. Again, in verse 19, it's interesting. The Bible says, when you conquer these cities, don't chop down the fruit trees. Well, why? Because you're going to need to eat those. This entire chapter is predicated on assumed victory. Not because they were great, but because God is great. When you come into the land, it gave a number of different scenarios, all of which anticipated not a lack of enemies, but a presence of God, all of which anticipated victory as God's people followed God. Don't chop down the fruit trees. Uh, recently, I was uh, at the battlefield of Franklin, Tennessee, which is just down the road from Franklin Road, uh, the road that, uh, off which we live here. And uh, a lot of interesting things about that battle. It was a ferocious battle. They claim that more soldiers died in the first five hours of that battle in Franklin, Tennessee, than the first 24 hours at Normandy on June 6, 1944. It was a horrendous battle, and this entire area was full of battles. I once asked uh, the people at the museum in Franklin, pointing towards the battlefield, is this where the battlefield is? And the lady replied, sir, the entire city of Franklin is a battlefield. And that, that of course, is, is true when you look at the story. But at any rate, during that battle, defensive positions cut down Osage uh, orange trees, set them on their ends against battlements or earthworks, sharpened the ends of those trees to, to act as kind of a, a natural barbed wire or uh, spears pointing out towards the enemy. Well, in this case, God said, don't chop down the trees. You're going to need those trees to eat. Why? Because God was anticipating victory. Are you ever afraid? Of course. When? When you have a problem that creates a fear because the problem is greater than you. When should you be unafraid? When God has led you and God is with you and God is for you because those who follow God are designed and destined for victory.